coming gone and we now know that Victor Wembayama will most likely be drafted by the San Antonio Spurs and then the journey starts what I've been thinking about a lot as of late is the NBA media's role in myth building in creating a narrative to feed the 24-hour sports news cycle with soundbite after soundbite and different nuanced takes on the same topic. So Stephen A. Smith can talk about LeBron James 400 times throughout the course of one week of shows. There is no one better at myth building than ESPN personality, writer, and journalist Brian Winhurst. The trade yesterday between the Utah Jazz and the Brooklyn Nets. It's a very strange trade. Royce O'Neal to Brooklyn for a future first-round draft pick. And so you're going, well, what do you care about Royce O'Neal? Why does that matter? Why would the Jazz do that? Let me channel my inner Brian Windhorst for a second. Okay, I'm looking in and I'm saying, why would KD want out? Why is that? Why would they do that? It's a <laughs> very strange trade. Wendy is back with us, and Wendy essentially called the Rudy Gobert trade last Friday on First Take. Welcome back, Wendy. I'm still trying to figure out what happened. That was two and a half minutes of art. Just a little. I must have. I might have had a little inclination that would happen, but Mm. you know, you never know in life. Wendy, you're a magician. (laughs) You knew it was going to happen. You broke the internet. You was Miss Cleo, a former beat writer for the Cleveland Cavaliers. It appeared for many years that Winhurst was the LeBron whisperer, breaking stories out of Cleveland as LeBron James became a mega superstar. Winhurst is a very talented journalist and savvy operator, for lack of a better term. He rode the coattails of LeBron into an NBA insider and media superstar, where his knowledge and expertise is pursued across the league and definitely on ESPN. This past week and following the Wemby news, I wasn't surprised to see a very long think piece written by Winhurst on Wemby. The byline was from Paris, France, where Winhurst had traveled for 24 hours to get a small soundbite from Wemby after the draft lottery. Standing by with Victor Wembanyama. Bonsoir, Brian. Hello, Malika. Hello, Malika. It's 2.30 a.m. here in Paris. Victor, you found out a couple of moments ago you'll be following the footsteps of David Robinson, of Tim Duncan, great French players Boris Diaw and Tony Parker. What are your emotions right now? Uh, can't really describe them, you know. It's just my, my heart's beating. I got every, everyone I, I love, everyone I know around me. It's a really special moment I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. There's American fans and NBA fans across the world are still learning about you. What is the NBA, what are the San Antonio Spurs getting with Victor Wembanyama? Uh, you know, a uh, team player. I'm going to make everything to, to win as many games as I can. And uh, ace, I, I'm trying to win a ring ASAP, so be ready. So the San Spurs were tied up in knots. I talked to their general manager, Brian Wright, today. He's been not able to sleep for a week. Now that you know where you're going, what do you think you can take the Spurs? What do you think you can take the Spurs next season? Um, you know, uh, 
I'm going to try and bring my, my talents here. Uh, I love Texas. I've been there before. I'm really, really happy and I really can't wait to, to, to meet the fans and to meet hopefully the team I'm, I'm about to join in June. Well, they look forward to meeting you. You're headed to San Antonio. Malika, back to you. Now, Winhurst is no dummy and realizes, like his access to LeBron in his camp, having an inside track into the Wemby story early on could provide narrative fodder for the next 10 years or more. My curiosity unpacking this think piece by Winhurst on Wemby is to see if I can identify the signs of mythical image building or interesting observations that maybe is more nuanced than anything I've seen or read or heard before. Winhurst in grand fashion titled the article Inside the Decade-Long Plan to Bring Victor Wembayama to NBA Glory. The first thing that caught my eye was the following passage. Regardless of conventions or anyone's opinion, Wembayama and his support system had a path they wanted to follow. There wasn't much interest in compromise. Quote, Victor will not be put in a box. People will have to adapt to him. After a season in France, Wembayama decided to look for another opportunity, specifically one where his development was a team's priority. He opted out of his contract to become a free agent, and there was no shortage of teams willing to offer this sort of arrangement. So he chose to play for a much less accomplished team in Paris, Mets 92 or the Metropolitans. Desperate to have a talent like Wembayama come to the financially struggling club, this allowed the young star to have input on the coach, his teammates, and the staff. The concept was to put Wembayama through the rigors of a season as the centerpiece of a team and all the pressures that come with it. They created an environment that catered specifically to his growth, picking players in a style that would best suit him. Guards who would set him up, forwards who complimented him, and a coach who would allow him to play through mistakes without worrying about the team's record. Projected number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama. He did this over the weekend and he nearly broke the internet. He takes a three, misses it, somehow gets his own rebound and throws it down. You spoke to NBA executives about this specific play. What more can you tell us about their impressions here? Just the fact that he's creating his own shot here at seven foot five at the end of a clock, that's mesmerizing. But then the processing speed, the reaction time, the coordination, the mobility, the length, the ability to process it in such an instant and, and know where the ball is going to get to, that gives him a chance to, to really be uh, you know, a defensive player of the year type player, an incredible passer. You know, he's one of those rare guys who sees things on the floor before they happen. Mm. It's just glimpses of plays like that that show you how special Victor Wembanyama can be. That's why we say the, the race to the bottom is unprecedented here because of all that Victor Wembanyama is as a prospect. Jonathan Gavoni, thank you so much for stopping by NBA Today. That long passage seems odd. Greatness is greatness on a playground, at the college level, or in the NBA under adversity. The crafting, 
and tailoring of Wemby's early career just seems a bit off. It sounds like what LeBron does with his Laker teams, moving personnel, developing players he likes to play with in his style. But LeBron earned that shit. I know. This is the modern NBA with player empowerment. But this sounds very much like using future currency to control a current narrative. I don't agree with all that. I think it's going to be a huge adjustment. The, okay. phys- the physicality. You think the NBA is physical now? Uh, I think it's going to be more physical than he playing against the Czech Republic. I mean, he's going to be playing against grown men. And he's going to have to guard those guys on the other end also, which is going to bring him into foul trouble. It's not going to be, this. No, listen, I've been in the NBA for 40 years. I ain't seen but one guy, one guy who didn't go to college, who came in, who was ready, and that's LeBron. Kobe was great. He struggled early. Kevin Garnett was great. He struggled early. But will Victor be great at some point? I don't know the answer to that. I can't. Okay. I don't, see, well, you said struggling great. Struggling great. Struggling great. Yeah, I, great, yeah, I great. know that. No, but see, this is what I hate. I want to see the kid play. I hope he's great because it's great for our job. But I can't sit here now just because he's killing people over in the Czech Republic that he's going to come over here and dominate. I just well, don't believe yeah, that. I, 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 I would say you're 100% right in that and let, let it play out. But also, our job is projection. Like, so in terms of when I watch college players coming into the NBA, I have a projection right. of what they could be. His projection is much higher than any gotcha. college player. That's fair. And again, much higher. But, 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 but just for the second, uh, for the record, I've been right quite a few times and I've been wrong quite a few times. This is another quote from the article. Imagine Rudy Gobert being mixed with a little bit of Kevin Durant, being mixed with a little bit of Dirk. These are things that you do on your video games as a kid growing up, trying to make the perfect player to score 50 every game type of thing. So for Victor to have all those abilities in one and for him to have the mindset that he has to want to be great and want to get better is very unique and special. Now, these are big shoes to fill. I've heard from many outlets that Wemby has modeled his short career thus far on a player named Kevin Durant, who has done an excellent job on making basketball and his pure love of basketball, his personal narrative. Minus some Twitter burner accounts, Durant has carried himself in a pristine manner like LeBron, another model Wemby must be looking at. Are you obsessed? I am. I, I, I think it's good and bad, though. You know, no matter what I'm doing, it's like that competitive edge, you know? Like, you just, you know, we playing video games upstairs, mm-hmm. and I just always related back to, like, wanting to win everything, mm-hmm. wanting to be the best. You know, when I wake up in the morning, it's just like, all right, what I'm going to do today when I work out? You know, what type of moves I'm going to work on? I want to shoot well. Mm-hmm. I want to challenge whoever I'm working out with. I want to teach them, teach them as well and get better from them as well. So. You know, I, I approach every day, you know, workouts like a game. Do you feel like do you have to set that standard every day or else you're cheating? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel as though, you know, if I take days off, I feel like I'm getting worse. You know, I'm not physically like, you know, right. the, the strongest or the quickest. Or I mean, you know, I'm definitely blessed with, you know, length, but 
I feel as though that, you know, I got to put in extra work on my skills in order for me to get by, you know, because you, you never see skinny guys like me make it into this league. And I feel every time I, you know, I take a day off, um, you know, I'm losing it. But I also know that I got something in here. And a lot of people might have the same skills that I have, but they don't have in, that what's in here or in here. In reading Winhurst at his best, a fawning deep dive into Wemby, again, for me, rings thin. It seems like Wemby's childhood and brief adulthood right now has not really been filled with any adversity whatsoever. And I'm not saying that that is a bad thing. Yeah, that's the trick, isn't it? It's finding what you love to do. And we talk about hard work all the time. It's like, you know, man, if you got to get up every single morning and remind yourself how hard you need to work, you probably need to choose a different profession, you know? Because that shouldn't be there. I wake up in the morning excited to get to it. You know, if I'm not training, I'm missing it. If I'm not watching a game of basketball, I miss it. I'm, you know, there's no place I'd rather be. And if you have that feeling, then you're truly doing what God has put you on this earth to do. Prove your, your value is to work, is to learn, is to absorb, um, to be a sponge. Right? But you always want to outwork your potential. You know, as hard as you believe you can work, you can work harder than that. And that's what I tried to do when I first came in the league. But it kind of reminds me of some of the concierge parents these days who create these sports environments of the best coaches, the best diet, the best equipment, the best intentions, and a path to what they think is a college scholarship, or maybe just maybe the pros. But they do all of this in the leafy confines of Greenwich, Connecticut. Is there a real hunger when everything is given to you? Look at Durant. Look at LeBron. They came out of some tough circumstances all around. And in their myth building, there was a clear distinction of possibly do or die with the game of basketball. Now, LeBron and Durant also didn't come up inside the vortex, the matrix of TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and everyone with a video camera on their phone. Not to mention, they also played good old American AAU basketball, where you faced future NBA superstars and really great college basketball players and coaches. Now, Victor and his play in France, maybe not on the same level of competition, 